0: Hello and welcome to Heart Yoga Radio. We're having our usual walk through the hills again today and we are going to have a crack at chapter 62 in the Dao Te and let's have a little read of this and see what Le Tzu might have been thinking on this particular day. So I'm going to pass you over to Dr Yates. Off we go. Chapter
1: 62 The Tao. Is the source of the 10,000 things. It is the sage's priceless pearl, and it redeems everything. You know, people like to use nice words to impress you. People act nicely to gain your respect, but even if a person is bad, neither the sage nor the Dao will desert him. They accept him. And when the emperor is crowned and the three ministers appointed, it's better to stay where you are and be with the Dao than to hurry off with gifts of jade and a team of four horses. The old ones knew this gesture, and by ruling this way they were never guilty of transgression or errors. Nothing under heaven matters more than this kind of knowing. Knowing.
0: As you may recall when we were, were doing the the previous one we found that, that really really tricky and we didn't like it at all but this one is much nicer isn't it
1: Yeah I mean we did make something of it in, in uh, as it happened as well you know I think there there, there was in, in in amongst the um what we thought thought what, was well,
0: what perhaps been lost in translation on that one. <laughs> that,
1: yeah. That's right, but we did we did th- we did think we found something sort of quite valuable in there. Nevertheless, you hey. know, but that's uh, maybe maybe we're just cockeyed optimists, <laughs> you know, we're, we're just half full people. Of, <laughs> yeah. But no, no, I mean, I do seriously think we we, we, glean, we gleaned a good point there. But uh, yeah, this is this is interesting, and again, it's it's politics and spirituality, it's like a plea for politics to be informed by by a particular kind of meditation, it's not just any old meditation and Lemp 2 says right at the outset what that is, it's the Dao, the sage's precious pearl his, his or her, alignment with the Tao, and, and, and the Tao is, is, is the great mystery at the heart of things that contains everything. It's contained by everything, suffuses everything, including ourselves, which does everything yet does nothing. You know, so it, it, it's it's generative and passive all at the same time, and immense but also like small as a quark all at the same time. It's, it's, it's this wonderful something or nothing if you like that, that, that you can only kind of stutter about when you speak and of course this is why Lao Tzu says you know he who speaks does not know but then continues to to talk
0: yeah.
1: and, and that in turn is why we have the myth that he had to have his arm twisted to get him to say anything you know this is this is a, this is a way of like squaring that circle well there's this bloke saying you can't actually say anything of any significance <laughs> yeah. about what really matters at the same time as, as this, this, I don't know, we're, we're on chapter 62, you know. It's quite <laughs> kind a of big, big chunk of words that he came out with. So you have to tell a story about it to sort of square the circle, as it were, you know, to avoid a contradiction. Aye. Well, I mean, it seems to me that, that you know, the ineffable is ineffable by definition. But human beings are, are paradoxical creatures who Who are compelled, at least those of us with a poetic sensibility and and some acquaintance with what he's talking about here, are compelled to attempt we attempt to eneff the in ineffable, and there's enormous swathes of human culture ac- across across the ages and across geography that are generated by that that mad paradox you know that we, we, we perforce so have to try and f the ineffable. It's kind of hopeless, hopeless and glorious at the same time, Yeah, it's Don Quixote, you know, you're kind of tilting at windmills but at the same time, our world, in many respects, our human world, is, is, uh, owes it, you know, and is informed by it, it's, it's a very, uh, it's a big chunk of peculiarity, you know. <laughs> and what does he say about it, well it's the sage's priceless pearl, well of course it is, and, and what does he say about it, it redeems everything redeems everything. Yeah. That's a key for here. It redeems everything. This is something that's been, been noted again in many cultures and throughout the ages. I yeah. oh, William Blake, when William Blake talks about let the doors of perception be cleansed, then everything will be seen as it is, infinite. That's what he's talking about. It's the world redeemed. Or Dame Julian or Norwich, you know, Christian, yeah, but, you know. And all will be well, and all will be well, and all manner of things will be well. Even sin is behovable, right? Even sin is redeemed. The world is actually redeemed. The world is redeemed. It seems to me that the world is already redeemed. We We don't redeem it. It's already redeemed. You can know it or not know it. You can see it or not see it. Or maybe you kind of occasionally get a glimpse of it and then forget. It should be a bit more of a, of a typical kind of human dilemma. So that's a very, very, very important passage. And it redeems everything. If you have the dev everything, you live in a world that is redeemed. You know. Some people think that, that that means that, you know, you, you, you're kind of like... You, you shrug your shoulders and give a wry smile when, when, when there's footage of carnage going on in the Ukraine, or in, or some genocide some somewhere, you know. And you can ju- and you, you shrug your shoulders and say, "Well, that's just the way things are." No, that isn't. That isn't what this means. What it means is, even even your anger there at that point, even your distress there at that point is redeemed. Even your wanting to do something, to dive into the world and do something, about the, sh- the shit that it's in, that is redeemed too. And th- th- this this is very important to grasp. And th- uh, if you don't grasp that, you can't see why Lao Tzu can be, inverted commas, a spiritual man and a politician. So he goes on, You know, people like to use nice words and impress you. Yes, yeah, sure. Who doesn't like nice words? People act nicely to gain your respect. Even though there can be a lot of hypocrisy around those kind of behaviours. Yeah, a
0: lot of agendas. A lot
1: of agendas. Not necessarily, yeah. but sometimes. But then he says, even if a person is bad, neither the sage nor the Dao will desert him. They accept him. They accept bad people because they are redeemed. But it doesn't mean to say that you shrugged your shoulders when they sort of... I don't know. Stab your granny, st- stab your granny, or something like that. You don't do that. It's. I mean, again, it's like a Christian. It's very Christian, you know. It's a Christian thing. He's Oh well, you you love you love you love the man, but you hate the crime, <laughs> which I always find a little bit true. I think he puts it better. He puts it better, you know. But. But there there is a kind of a thing with this this pearl, with this meditation. Is 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 that. You don't hysterically re- re- reject people. Even Boris Johnson, you don't reject him because he's, he's still just a human being, you know. But that is no reason to let people get away with the shit that they get away with. Yeah. You know, there is no reason not to stop them. It's not, it's not. That is redeemed too. You wanting to stop them is redeemed. But the kind of the, 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 the hysterical um, antipathy... And, uh, and repulsion isn't useful, you know, it, because because partly what it means is that you, you don't look that phenomenon in the eye, you don't look that bad person inverted commas in the eye and find out what well, that you don't ask them what why they're doing what they're doing, you don't ask them what feelings are driving them and so forth. So you don't so you don't understand. Yeah, you know, so that re- that re- that sort of partial rejection and acceptance that you get when you're not aligned with the in the Tao has the effect of not allowing you to get uh, a full knowledge or a complete knowledge or a nearly you know or approach a complete knowledge of a situation or something that you're looking at and interested in and want to know about. Oh yeah, politics and politicians, we want to know about it, because we see what's going on around us, and and we're concerned, you know, so. Then he goes on. And when the emperor is crowned and the three ministers appointed, it's better to stay where you are and be with the dow, than to hurry off with gifts of jade and a team of four horses. He's saying, well, you know, don't kind of like phone around these people, you know, around, around the emperor and the, em- and the emperor's ministers and the politicians. There's no need to fawn around them. You can be, you, you, you kind of are in a sense like neutral about them. You don't reject particularly because your acceptance is, is very across the board, it's very even. Even though you might. ...feel strongly compelled to... ...to to prevent courses of action... ...that are being taken by ministers and governments... ...I certainly do... ...there's loads of things that are going on there... ...that need stopping... ...otherwise we're fucked... ...no doubt about it... ...all of us...
0: Yeah... (laughs) ...you know... ...fortunately...
1: So... ...but he's he's recommending keeping keeping a distance... ...you know... ...even though... ...if you were such a sagacious and famous person... The emperor might say, will you come and be my prime minister, or will you come and be my advisor, or something like that, and you go, you retire from that, you know, you certainly don't make a clamour about it. And as you said, the ancients knew this gesture, this gesture of retirement. And of course, the the archetypal, the uh, Derry sage, the the, the ideal of the Derry sage is somebody who's retiring, tends to go off into the mountains. Which of course Lao Tzu is doing as this book, as, as, this, as this time of writing this book, you know, in, in the paintings, in the great Derryish paintings, they're sitting up in a little hermitage up a misty mountain, and just looking out at the mist and the, the, the hills in the distance. That's the thing. The thing isn't isn't climbing around Westminster or Beijing. It's not that. Lao Tzu goes on. The old ones knew this gesture, which I just mentioned. And by ruling this way, they were never guilty of transgressions or errors. So even though he's the sage and he's, ref- he's refused all the overtures of government and hasn't made the gesture, hasn't, hasn't tried to curry favour with the powers, he's just still himself. Nevertheless, that gives him the, the, the power, in a sense, to be a decisive advisor or somebody whose ideas... Uh, uh, can very quietly diffuse through the body politic without making any fuss and without attracting even that much notice, yet which can be decisive politically, can in fact rule, you know. They, they, can, they, can, they can produce cultural, social and economic effects without being even noticed. And, and this is Lao Tzu's preferred, preferred method. And I would certainly like our politicians to have gleaned a little bit of this, I would say. One wishes they would retire a little bit more, find a little bit more quiet. Even just have a a little sniff of the pearl, as you may, the pearl of the day, or just a little sniff of it would make a world of difference. But at the moment, I I can't imagine a bunch that's more distant from this. I haven't got a batch chance in hell of understanding any of it. And that's why they fuck up all the time. Everything they touch fucks up, because they're not fucking aligned with the actual way things work. Because the Tao, at the end of the day, is the ultimate way things work. You know. And they work through process.
0: Yeah, deeply disconnected people. Yeah. They don't even. They don't seem to have any inkling or understanding that they're connected to something else. Just Beyond them, beyond their ma- very, very immediate yeah. uh, ambitions yeah. or wants, or yeah. may- maybe their yeah. family, but they they don't even seem to kind of notice that they yeah. they're connected to any wider community or yeah. a yeah. global community or the yeah. uh, you well, know, the mm. environment in which they live. They yeah. need to survive and things like that. Yeah, you know? I mean,
1: you get the impression, say, when the Tories talk about the environment, you know, that it it, it, it sounds completely insincere and hollow.
0: Yeah.
1: But their idea, in, in the idea of environmentalism is like country living and fox hunting, a lot of them, you know. Yeah. That, that's environmentalism. And they
0: know? seem to think they can still have that and completely fuck up all life on the planet.
1: Yeah. And then his final standard, of course, just to reiterate what we've just said. Nothing under heaven matters more than this kind of knowing. Notice. It's a kind of knowing. Acquaintance with the Dewey is a kind of knowing, even though it's difficult to speak about. And this, I think, um, after many decades of reflection, thinking that, well, you know, Derrida's idea, there's nothing outside the text. You know, that we only, we only ever live within it, within our world of discourse, our universe of discourse, or our world of phenomenon. It's a big canteen about it. But that there is no kind of perspective that... Is outside of that, or or so deeply inside of it that that you know that, that, that uh, produces a kind of ineffability as well, or maybe both. And of course, people like Patanjali, and of course, people like Lao are saying, "Well, actually, there is. You might have a bit of a problem talking about it, but nevertheless, it can feed you and nurture you." And one effect of that, if you're involved in politics or any kind of decision-making or any kind of activity in the world, one side effect there is, or one effect uh, of, the, of, of that ineffable, of the way it works through into the world, might be that it just it stays your hand on some of the recklessness that we see in politicians. It's like he says, don't, well, don't, don't go to the bloody jubilee and bang your drum. You know, just just retire, just just be very retiring and, and, and quiet, you know, and don't be too too hasty to jump forward with the brash political ideas, you know. So it, this is the absolute opposite of populism, you know, which is really jumping forward with the most brash, rash, dangerous, unthought-out ideas you can you can come up with, if you think it will mobilise enough public opinion to get you into office. It's the opposite of that. Yeah. But it is immensely powerful, but how, how we spread it, I don't know. Because, you know, it's so tricky to talk about, because you, you open your mouth, you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but at the same time, we, we, we're, um, we're, compelled, we're compelled to find ways. You know? And this is the, the, the whole, this is the whole art of poetry, you know, and of poetic utterance. It works with this ineffability. and finds the strange twists of language, the strange, quirky comparisons and metaphors and so on, and original uses of language, that will point us in the direction of the Tao, of the wondrous and precious pearl, which redeems everything.
0: okay so thanks everyone for coming on this walk with us today it's just started raining so a good time to pause hope you're all okay and we'll speak to you soon
1: make knowledge great again